Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Morning, DNA. Uh, I am Aaron Dice, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions, and we're here to find out what April 26th, 2021 is made of. I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the lower register today. Adams, articles. Do you want me to speak lower too? <laughs> no. We'll both be no. sleepy. I am. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, how are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure about that? I, I am. Uh, I am the as close to uh, uh, my hangover is always about uh, like program energy. energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I produced a four hour over four hour live video show last night. I didn't produce it actually, but I uh, hosted it. A uh, live hour, a live hour, a live four hour video show last night during the Oscars. And when it was over, there was adrenaline. And then that adrenaline took me, you know, until, you know, midnight, 1230, that kind of thing before I could settle down. And then I crashed. And then uh, and then to uh, get up this morning, uh, let's just say it wasn't the easiest thing I've ever had to do. (laughs) Oh, I could tell you usually have our link for our show ready so quickly. Uh, And then this morning I'm like, it's I was there 15 minutes early. Nothing, Uh nothing. Kept refreshing. I kept coming back. Two minutes till the show. Hit refresh. Still wasn't there. I sent yeah. you a text. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so apologies uh, if if my register is lower. If I'm not quite on the top of my game uh, this morning, but uh, but yeah, oh, that's okay. I'll take over. Okay. Okay. Let's just get Aaron out of here. Hold on a second. Move me over this way. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to the Denae Show. Uh, where we're going to be talking about particle acceleration. <laughs> well, that that lasted for a while. That was that was nicely done, Danae. I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> no. Uh, um, it was great though. I had a really great evening. Um, the show itself will play itself into, uh, my D topic or my A topic for today. Wow. You um, are. So, you're so, yeah. so, you're so sleepy. My, my, no, I'm not sleepy. It's I mean, not you're, sleepy. You're so, you're so, um, y- your power has been spent on other things. Yeah. I got to recharge like, at some like point. When I became a mom and suddenly had to make so many more decisions than I ever mm-hmm. had before. And I'm like, I can't think of the word refrigerator yeah. for 12 minutes. Yeah. Slab is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not wrong. Slab says, isn't it always today's show? Aaron's just along for the ride. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so you joke, but I do remember you telling me something like that, even in radio. And I was always, I've always just been like, it's, it's not though. You don't understand. There would be no show if there's no Aaron. <laughs> 
I would just it's, sit here. But it's okay. It's the the interpretation from the outside because of the dynamic is that you bring the life, the energy, the you know, like the randomness, the like all that gestures. fun to the show. And the stuff that I do, it's just kind of there in the background, offering a little bit of structure and you know, giving you know a platform. So I don't mind. I don't mind playing second fiddle to you know the most amazing fiddleist ever. That's right. I am quite a fiddler. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. I don't have to fiddle like you do because you have the thing with your hands. Um, That's true. You have to do. I like how uh, Slenderman comes in and says, hey And Lolly's like, mm-hmm. no shouting, no. Darren. No shouting. No shouting. <laughs> a little bit of a hangover this morning. A little bit. Oh, no. Energy Acres Ridge also working on some energy issues today. Not smart. Not smart. Yeah. 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 But we're here and we're excited. Uh, I always love doing this show. I will say, Danae, I wondered if maybe you'd show up m- at my door this morning because you were over here last night for the beginning of the, the Sposkers broadcast that we're talking mm-hmm. about. And you had said like you were um, wanting to get back to being in the same room. And I so I was like, I wonder if I'm going to get a knock on the door Monday morning. It's like, nope, we're that doing the a- morning DNA from from here. I was a, that was an interesting experience because I'm sitting there and all of a sudden it's like just something clicks. Like mm-hmm. this feels good. Yeah. I mean, I don't like your chair. Um, you have to bring your own chair. Very uncomfortable chair. Yeah. But that's because it's been there for years and it needs to be replaced. <laughs> like I remember when we bought those chairs, we were yeah. so excited because listen, let's tell, let's tell a little, a little bit of history. Okay. When Aaron it. and I first broke away from a, a radio station proper and started doing our own uh, broadcasting from our own space. We mm-hmm. piecemealed everything together. We went to a um, antique store one day and we're just looking for anything that was a higher chair, something that was more bar level because all mm-hmm. of our broadcasting stuff was up higher. Um, and that's kind of where you like it. You like to kind of sit up and they had two wooden bar stools that were in decent shape. Um, and I think we bought them barely, like barely in decent shape, but yeah. or 40 bucks. And that's like all we yeah. had. <laughs> yeah. We're like, okay, we've got enough money to get these. We put them in the back of a, your van. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't remember. And we hauled them back to the house and those things held together for a couple of years before we yeah. saved up enough money to spend $200 and get two chairs. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it, and, and that was a big deal day when it was like coming home from Office Depot or wherever we got them. We're like, yeah, let's, we assembled our chairs and sat down. Oh my God. It was, it was amazing. But now, and now here chairs, you are dissing those same chairs that you love. I know. Just I know. can't, just can't, you just can't let something last. You got to get something comfortable new. comfortable anymore. That wasn't comfortable, but it was fun. That's not the point. The point is, is I really enjoyed being in the same space. I really yeah. enjoyed, um, just being able to actually like l- make eye contact <laughs> with somebody. Mm-hmm. And then there's all of these unspoken things that Aaron and I have when we broadcast and we can kind of see them here in this space too. And I can hear them. Like he, we have tells about mm-hmm. when we want control. Right. <laughs> so that was, you know, that was there as well, but it was a lot of fun to be in the same room. So I definitely feel like, I don't know when we would do it. I don't know for what show or for what element. It would have to but- be for this show. You just have to come over in the morning. Morning DNA. Yeah. Do it in the same room. But I'm so, well, I mean, what else would it be? I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm okay with that. 
especially knowing like the setup last night, how well it worked. You know, we could still use this platform even if we're in the same room. Yeah. Um, and because we're not, you know, we're not worried about like the purity of our recording file. It doesn't matter that it doesn't matter that my voice would, would be in your microphone a little bit and your voice would be like the crosstalk wouldn't be a big deal. So yeah, no, absolutely. Just come over here, knock on the door at eight 30 every morning. Here's how, you know, it was a long night for Aaron. He still has Sif pop up. I know. I know. I was about, I was about to (laughs) mention that. Yeah. Somebody in the chat mentioned it. I was like. Yeah, okay. totally forgot to swap it out. Oh, yep, there it is. There it is. There it is. Totally <laughs> forgot to swap it out. Uh, Aker says my brother brought uh, bought me a new ch- office chair for Christmas, and my giant American body destroyed it in three hours. Wow, I have a giant American body. He has a giant American body, and I haven't uh, destroyed the, these chairs yet. These chairs are really sturdy. They really are. That's, yeah, maybe that's why I love them. I was. I'm sorry. I was a little bit offended for the chairs when you started making fun. I was like, I love these chairs. Well, I have had, they've been so good to me. I've had the luxury of now that I'm in my own space, I don't have to have the taller chairs any longer. And Mm -hmm. so, and I was gifted this chair, which was like a hand me down. And this is like a $300 chair that I'm in Mm -hmm. that was given to me. It is ridiculously comfortable. So yeah, I'm I'm being far too. I'm being far too. Uh, Moko, comes in with a high exclamation points and brother Slenda's like, no yelling. I don't know if they realize that chat actually doesn't have volume. I'm really confused. I, uh, I don't, no, under- just I don't understand. Chat. <laughs> this is playfulness. I like that Lolly, uh, Lolly put a, a dachshund up in yeah. uh, the profile pic. Nicely done. That's so cute. Good. Um, I did want to ask you, unless this is your topic, are we talking about Oscars today? Yeah, I was going to touch on the end of the Oscars for my topic today, kind of what happened there. Okay, well, then I'll just wait. Well, you wanted to talk about it. Well, I mean, I was curious, but I was kind of hoping it was like a touch and go, but now it's going to be be a touch and go. No, no, no. It will be a touch and go. It will be, here's what's happened. You know what I do. I take something that's happened and I turn it into something everybody can relate to. So like or a lot of people, a lot of people can relate to. Whereas so. I'm like, what pizza do you like? <laughs> <laughs> Although my topic today may be a little bit of a thinker. I don't know if people will have stories right off the top of their head, but I'm curious because I okay. think we've all experienced uh, something like it. So, but yes, the show last night was, um, it was really fun to be broadcasting live a couple years ago when La La Land was announced. But Moonlight had actually won. I don't even remember that they had the wrong envelope and all that. Yeah, I was really sad we weren't broadcasting live that year. Like you know, for all the reactions, and there were some you know last fifteen minutes things that happened at the Oscars this year that I was like, okay, this is this is what it's like to be broadcasting live when crazy stuff happens. Oh my Um, gosh, tell me everything. Yeah, I I, uh, so basically. when the when it's your turn or now <laughs> no i can tell you everything now and then okay. i can just f- flip the topic when we get there but basically they decided to well first of all that last 15 minutes was crazy because glenn close uh did debut the the song the dance uh which was out of nowhere and then uh then they decided to do best picture uh third from last instead of finishing like with the big award all of a sudden they're doing like best movie and they still have the actor and actress categories left and everybody was just kind of losing their minds 
And uh, and so what's interesting about that is we think nobody said this, but we think they kept best actor for last because Chadwick Boseman, you know, uh, was expected to win and it would have been this emotional moment to end with and all that kind of stuff. So then they get to the end and Anthony Hopkins surprisingly wins the award instead of Chadwick Boseman. Anthony Hopkins isn't even there. And so the show ends with a picture of Anthony Hopkins and like, see you later. And it was just the most anticlimactic thing ever <laughs> what? in the history of the Oscars. It was so bad. It was, it was so badly produced. Now here's the thing. Hopkins was great in the father. It wasn't that he shouldn't have won. It's just that they shouldn't have tried to play the game like that. Where oh, you know, no. using what was expected and, and trying to produce the show to, you know, have that, that beginning. Anyways, it was, so if you go back and watch our live stream, I think I linked to it on my, in my Twitter. I put a link to the direct time when we found out that the uh, best picture was going to be third from last. If you watch from then on, it's like another 15, 20 minutes of the show. And then we talk about it for another, you know, 20 minutes afterwards. But uh, but shortly after that, I said, what if they're doing this for the Chadwick Boseman moment and Anthony Hopkins wins this thing and, you know, and then it completely backfires on him. I'm like, that's a huge risk to take. And then it happened. And so, yeah, it was kind of one of those moments. So, oh, no. Yeah. JCD says, I honestly like the idea of changing up the order of when the Oscars are awarded to a degree to keep it from being too much of a formula. But that moment sounds awkward. But not that award. Best picture, last award every year. That's just how it has to be. Otherwise, everything else after it is anticlimactic. That is the big award. The other thing with best picture is there's always somebody there to accept it and do a speech. Always. Because there's producers, actors, all that. So, yeah, the best picture has to be the last award. It was just a huge mistake. Frank says, to defend Hopkins, he's in England, and it was like 3.30 a.m. at the time, and I don't have an oh. issue with him not being there. No, nobody should have an issue with him not being there. He was in Wales. Oh, and ending. Yeah. He woke up this morning, found out he won the the best actor and, and posted a video and said thank you and, and also honored Chadwick Boseman in his video. And yeah. Oh, this is a – sorry, I meant to click on this one. Uh, Nick says, did anyone else find it weird – that they did a little preamble describing every nominee, but when it came down to best actor, they were like, here's the top five. And the winner goes to good night. Yeah. It was just, it was all rushed and anticlimactic. It was a terrible ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They even had the immemorium right there before the last three awards where they do the people who've passed on over the, the last year, including Chadwick Boseman and Sean Connery and some big names. Right. And that was rushed. It was like it, like at five speed. It was just like, you know, name, 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 name. I mean, it was still beautiful. And actually, I don't know that I hate that choice too much. But, you know, it, that added to everything else that happened just made the whole ending of the thing just feel like, are we watching this and fast forward? Like, what's happening? Ooh. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, Miguel says, link. just now got a Hollywood Reporter notification with the funny timing. Lots of changes to Oscars. Some failed to hit. One spectacularly so. Think so? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so anyways, no. it was fun. It was fun to go back back and watch our reactions because in the moment you're just having the reaction, and you're not paying attention. But it's so funny to watch. I think we had six people on screen at the time, and we're all just going, you know, like looking <laughs> around, like, is this real? Is it was what that was what what is happening? So, it's funny. Well. That's interesting. I was actually wanting to hear more about how it ended because yeah. of the idea of the production being more like a movie and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
So well, I guess I, I, I guess I saw the good parts and then I left yeah, just yeah. At, at the right time. Yeah, I didn't mind all the the stuff earlier about taking it seriously and taking time to really, you know, let let uh, winners have their moment and being very, um, very real with the the speeches and the uh, kind things to say about the nominees. But uh, yeah, man, what a weird ending. So, yeah, there you go. Well, now, you know. Show's and over, guys. Why, Have a great day. Uh, that is that's, why I'm tired. That's why you've come. You've come for this. No. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, you want to shoot a dough? Let's shoot a dough. All right. We are going to do the DNANU. We've got a D topic and A topic and as many U topics as we can get to. So if you have a, a topic or a question for us uh, that does not involve why I have the wrong picture in the background, uh, you can ask us with a U at uh, the front of your question, and we'll okay. get to those. But we started off with D. What's the D topic today? Today, my topic is you just bought a house that's frozen in time. What time period would you want this new house to be frozen in? And here's mm. where it comes from. I was exploring through some interesting information this morning and I came across this house that's for sale. It's an $80 million home uh, down in Branson, Missouri. So about an hour from here. Did you um, say 80? I did. $80 million home? I, I said that. The uh, It's an 11 room, 20 car garage, heliopad. It's called the uh, something Is a heliopad like a helipad? Mm-hmm. That's I said it wrong. Probably, I always say things wrong. It's just part of who I am. <laughs> I just uh, I just was curious. I didn't know if that was something like special that I didn't know about. The Crystal Palace, um, well, Evergreen Crystal Palace. It's a it's a lake house that was built for the Plaster family, and the Plaster family is a local family. Uh, Mr. Plaster passed away a while ago, but um, he apparently. There was the as 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 it says as it goes, uh, he was talking with like an investor or something who kind of poo pooed on the simple home maybe or something like that. So he wanted to build something incredibly elaborate that anyone would be um, proud to walk in and kind of view. And it was originally going to be a lake house for his family. Um, he passed away. And the proceeds from the sale of this uh, property go towards uh, education. Uh, he's like split it up to all these different educations for colleges. Um, and so it has to sell. And so uh, something happened last year, I think, and or they've recorded a video. I'm going to show you guys something while I'm talking. Um, $80 million. Okay. Can you see this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to hit play here. So this is the, this is the house on the inside. I don't, I'll show you the outside. I'll back up a little bit, but essentially it's completely frozen in time. You can see this is super nineties yeah. uh, because they just left everything exactly as it was. And it's just been sitting there empty for all, you know, all this time. So I'm going to mm -hmm. go back and see if I can get a shot. Looks of like it, it, it just, it looks like a corporation. It just looks like the, the like welcoming room. Yeah. Of you know, some sort the, of convalescence home. Yeah. The master bedroom is 3000 square feet. Wow. Um, there's the, I'm assuming you want a room that big. I should don't be the pool. Uh, and it has n nine peninsulas. 
of private peninsulas. So okay. anyhow, uh, essentially they took this, they let somebody go through and take a video of this space. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they, that video went viral. And so now they're having people from all over the world contact them wanting, uh, you know, to ask make questions an about it and, 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 yeah, and make a, make an offer and things like this. Wow. So, um, Hollywood people are, are asking, can we shoot a movie there? Can we see him? You know, well, this would be a really great property for a movie. And they're like, nope, that's not what this is supposed to be. This is supposed to be something that can be sold and shown, you know, uh, or, or, you know, given. So mm-hmm. the idea again was that they were going to, you know, have this as a, like a family place. So there's tons and tons of room. Yeah. There's living areas all over the place. And anyway, so I got to thinking about it. Whomever obviously gets this property gets. That's a harp. That's a piano and harp right there. Piano and a harp. Yeah, they have. <laughs> They have these um, time capsule supposed to be open, uh, which would be interesting. Um, I'm not going to be around in 2092. I just popped that thing open right now. <laughs> I guess if you own it, you can. <laughs> and that's right. You can't um, stop me. Yeah, we're just kind of going Look up and up. Look at those chairs. Look at those chairs. I know. It's so 90s. I mean, they actually have, I, I, I'm not going to be able to find it, but. Um, what is that? This is, I think it's a bathroom i think that's the shower apparently when it was made is that a mirror that has to be a mirror yeah it's solid gold something right yeah looks like it's just gold gold trim everywhere when the when it was uh, made mr plaster spent so much money on it that was completely out of character for him at the time um says his family and so uh yeah it's incredibly opulent for being the 90s um and yeah, so I was like, okay, 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 okay. Obviously, I'm never going to be in an opulent place like this. Let's see if I can find this one bed. I mean, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is the finishing touch right there. That's, uh, that's amazing. The thing's just been sitting there since the 90s, and this bed yeah. has just got this indentation, yeah. like this perma indentation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, uh, time eras, time capsules just walking in and seeing a house it's completely preserved i don't know i think that kind of seems like a fun thing to to chat about so that's what uh, i thought i'd bring to the table today <laughs> some great comments uh elizabeth says makes me want to run around in it with all that space uh slindemon says that's not a house it's a hotel it is uh, right mikey hates it says that's a superhero headquarters it, uh, it is yeah it yeah, could be yeah like yeah. an evil layer kind of thing Frank says it looks like a community college. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with Jets Mets who says it's, it looks like an office building. That's what that's the first thing I thought is it looked like an office building to me. I've, I found it. Here's here. Look at this bed. <laughs> nice. Look at, look at that. There's a deer. There's a deer in the room today. Yeah. Oh yeah. And look, there's like these. Look at these statues. Nice. It is very corporate. Okay, you can keep yeah. going. I'll I'll keep it's playing it. Ram. 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 Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just, it's so, amazing. Jose answers your question, says definitely something mid century. My dad's an architect and one of his favorite things about Queens Gambit is the production design. He also loves that fancy house in Incredibles too. Yeah. That kind of 50s, 60s architect era. There is something really interesting about that. 
Um, Miguel says 19th century. I know it was a scary time, but all the homes and architecture from the Civil War era that I visited have been gorgeous, uh, built to last a long time. Um, let's see. JCD stating the obvious. 80 million is entirely too much for a house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you. Yeah. you're not wrong. Uh, Lucas says remake The Shining right there. Yeah. 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 I really, I mean, so it's an entire, uh, it's an island. Oh, there's a pheasant. Nice. My dad would love that. He loves pheasants. Here, here's the, here's the uh, Avengers assemble room, right? It even has the <laughs> right. door to the outside so that the bad mm -hmm. guy can pop in, you know, at the last second. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is definitely the office. <laughs> um, for those of you just joining the show, this is a house for sale in, in Branson, Missouri. It's $80 million. And for million. those of you listening to the podcast, um, do a YouTube search for exploring an $80 million glass mansion with everything left inside. And you can see what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The amazing kale says I would 100% live in the seventies. You could buy a house uh, by working a part-time job in psychedelics galore. Uh, yeah. So there you go. I think, that. man, I think the seventies would be a good one for me in a way. There's so many patterns, but they're all the same colors. <laughs> so they sort of yeah. still match. Uh, Aaron Schweitzer has my answer, uh, which is the future. I would pick something from the future. Um, but Aaron says, I'd pick the future as my era. Staying at the Dicers already feels like that since I'm pretty sure Google bought it and just allows them to sleep here. <laughs> we know you well. <laughs> you we know me well. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to find uh, the outside. I'm going to take it off all the ad plays and I'll try to find a picture of the outside so you guys can see that again. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine would be the future. I'm always going to be future forward. If I have to go with present or past, it's always going to be right now. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I, I just technology wise, it's just, it's something that for me means, means more than anything. I'm excited for the idea of the smart home to really go to the next level where you don't have to buy individual speakers and smart devices for each room. It's just built in. You have a central computer for your home that has those devices built in, the speakers are built into the walls of all the rooms, you know, the screens, all that kind of stuff is interconnected. That's re we're really close to that. I mean, I'm sure it exists, um, integrated smart homes, but uh, it'll become more and more common where, you know, your, your Alexa, Google, whatever it might be, are built right into just your, your living brain. environment. Yeah. yeah. Or your brain. I'm down hey, for that. Speaking of, you want to see what the 90s uh, central looks like? Look at this. Oh, wow. That is something. Isn't that crazy? Why would, can you imagine, like, I just, those side TVs, I can't even imagine. I'm sure they go all the way around. I mean, I would guess. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I, I can't even imagine using those for anything beneficial. Like, I mean, they don't go all around. I guess they just go up the side. Wow. That is, that is something. I mean, do you think this was their security system? We could listen and find out, but I'm not going to. No, I, I think it's their entertainment center. You think that's their entertainment center? Oh, yeah. There was a there was a, a VHS player. Yeah, but maybe that's for the TV, but then over here we have, like, security. And there was, like, sound? There was, like, sound equipment and stuff? Yeah. No, I think that's for, like, main game on the main TV and then, you know, other games on the side TVs. Like, 
people still do that. People still have a central big TV with other smaller TVs around it. That is something I have seen people do. Screen and screen, um, baby. Yeah. Hey, here's another piano. Lots um, of pianos. And here is a cat of some kind. <laughs> it looks like a puma. It's a puma. All right, let's get through. Oh, boy, don't, have... boy, boy don't play says going through this house is like watching the Carousel of Progress at Disney World. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's a solid point. Uh, I think. Oh, there's the beautiful pool, y'all. Yeah. Wouldn't, I mean, it's a little shallow. I think they should fill that up a little more. Okay, so here's the. Here we go with the exterior. It's amazing. I, you know, it's a testament in many ways to just the frivolity of excess, right? Like the idea that you can you can build something excessive, but it's still going to deteriorate. It's still going to age, you know, poorly. Or, but then again, you know, maybe they'll get a bunch of money out of it uh, for going viral. Yeah, so and know. the proceeds, like I said, are supposed to go towards education. Um, and again, uh, Mr. Plaster, he did not build this this was not his normal uh way of approaching things this was sort of just like a monument he's mm -hmm. actually he built plaster stadium um so he's kind of responsible for you know just kind of community work and things like that yeah so. slindemon says no basketball court i'm out <laughs> i agree <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't spend your money very wisely fun chat fun chat yeah uh, good go fine ahead. what's your topic today Okay, so we talked a little bit about the end of the Oscars, uh, and it was kind of a twist ending. Uh, you speak of it, you know, maybe being more like a movie, and that would be the big twist uh, uh, at the end. But uh, I just wondered if you have any real life events that were twist endings, like I had any... a kid. <laughs> is that Surprise. a twist? Surprise. Whoa! Apparently, we're going to be parents now. I just think of those stories like, you know, I've, I've told a few of them, but, uh, but for instance, uh, when I was younger and we would go to amusement parks, we would wait in line. And I always had this fun thing I like to do fun to me where I would never stop walking in line. I hate, I oh didn't mind gosh. waiting as long as I never the stopped. The story walking. makes me crazy. Slendemon, <laughs> Slendemon, listen to this story. <laughs> Inappropriate so things happening at a line. You know about uh, that. Genius things happening at a line. And if people would follow my lead. Uh, anyways, uh, so what I would do is I would walk at a pace that I thought would allow me never to have to stop. So I would just kind of walk slowly. A little bit of distance would build up and then they would stop and then I'd kind of catch up to them and then they'd keep going so that I never had to stop walking. I thought this was a really fun experiment, something fun to do, something to kind of kill the time is just see if you could walk a pace where you never had to actually wait in line. You just walked really slowly through the line. Um, so this was happening and it was going really well. And then the line started moving a little bit more. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to keep my pace because I know there's probably a holdup coming up. So there's distance building up between me and the person in front of me. Now, if you don't know anything about, and this may just be human nature, but it's certainly culturally uh, American nature. Uh, people don't like to think that they're not getting as far ahead as possible. I can be like, if you're, if you're at a stoplight, you better be right up on the person in front of you. Like, you know, like there's, <laughs> there's this thing where it's just very much like, 
You're keeping me from being as fast for being there as fast as I can, which isn't right. You're not going to get there any faster by me being, you know, right up in in line. You're just going to feel like you're further along in line. So anyhow, so I let this uh, this space build up between me and the person in front of me, and I start to hear grumblings from behind in the line. You know, just kind of like grumble, 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 grumble. What's he? What's what is going on? You just go up in line, go up in line, or whatever. And you know, I'm just doing my thing, on, so dude. I. I don't. Yes, exactly. So I don't. Uh, I don't actually fill that space. So the space gets to be almost the entire length of a. You know, like you know how they have turns a and they go around. Field. Not a football field, but you know, a length of one. You know, runway. The stanchion stanchions. And the the twist ending is the entire row behind me jumps the stanchion in front of me to be in to take up all that space. Like they coordinated it. So that the next time we got to a turn, they were all just going to jump ahead and in front of me. And, they and that was the that was the twist like, ending. Like how many people so. do you think? 15 people and all of a sudden think, just jump over. Yes, 15 people step over, just like, <laughs> nope, thanks for the space, buddy. <laughs> Which here's the interesting thing. Think about this. Think about this. Not only were they making a point, but for half of them, they were getting further back in line because when you go over a line that's going back and forth, you are all of a sudden switching places front to back in that line. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. So the, so the person who, that was directly behind you now becomes the person that's person in, the in front of front. me. They just yeah. hopped, just hopped me. One. But the person at the back of that line all of a sudden jumped like 30 people. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah. So my reaction, uh, as you may guess, was I giggled and laughed and I was fine and I went on with my day. But uh, but I thought that was I thought that was kind of one of those real life twist innings. So uh, that was the one of the stories that, uh, hmm. that Frank, uh, I could share. Frank says none of my IRL twists are uh, safe for this chat. <laughs> well, thank you for being considerate. Thank you for being considerate, Frank. Um. Polly says it's like in stop and go traffic where I idle uh, slowly as to never stop the car. But if I get a good gap, then someone cuts in. It's okay. exactly like that. Here, listen, you, you just want me to rant. But uh, but man, the, the whole zippering of traffic when a lane goes away is one of the biggest frustrations that people don't understand how to do that. And it's just like just just merge when it's your turn to merge. Quit trying to get ahead of everybody people zippered we'd be through self-driving cars will do this <laughs> jcd says i won an award with our school band once it was in a high school cafeteria and when my name was announced i just so happened to walk out of the bathroom that's amazing that reminds me of a twist ending for me which isn't which isn't great um when i was in the fifth grade fourth or fifth grade i think it's actually the mm -hmm. fourth grade because we just moved into a new school district and so of course i was the odd girl the new girl um i went to the bathroom and i came back to my classroom and my last name started with a b which meant i was at the front because it was all alphabetical and when mm -hmm. i sat down i felt my bare skin against the chair which meant that um, the skirt that I was wearing was no longer like where it should be. I had uh -huh. tucked my skirt into my underwear and my tights and I had walked through the entire school. So everyone saw my butt. Um, 
that was a twist ending I wasn't expecting. Yeah. When you yeah, sit down you and you go. feel you feel something like, wait, that should be covered. Oh no. <laughs> oh buddy. <laughs> yeah. A great yeah. I I made so many really uncomfortable first impressions in my in fourth grade. That set off a series of events that were unfortunately a little defining for me. <laughs> Jose says, my twist ending, finding out weeks later that my roommate's ex broke up with him because she had feelings for me. Uh, twist ending. Twist ending. Ooh. Twist beginning? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Lolly says, ending up in Idaho. Uh, it's not a place I ever thought of. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's got to feel interesting. Like Idaho of all places. Well, he says best twist inning was brother winning the costume competition at a school he did not attend. My sister and I were in costume, so he insisted on wearing his Thunderbirds uniform. The teachers just assumed he was in the competition. And when he won, my mom was too embarrassed to correct him once he was on stage. <laughs> did they figure it out? That's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Uh, let's see. Here's one from Miguel. In college, I went to an event just because a girl I kind of liked was organizing it. I ended up meeting an amazing girl who would become my fiance and we're getting married on nice. July 10th. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Yeah. Less than three months away. Nice. Uh, Slab wants to make sure everyone knows that, uh, fun fact, 90% of people in Idaho are waiting for their flat tire to be fixed. <laughs> just say no. Uh, Nick says, when I was at a Philly Comic-Con years ago, I accidentally bumped into a man walking the opposite, uh, was looking for my friends. I turned to apologize, and all I could say was, Sorry, holy crap, Stan Lee? <laughs> <laughs> Twist ending. You had your own Stan Lee cameo. You had a real-life Stan Lee cameo. That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, Jose says, band twist, when your band is the last one announced for finals, so everyone thinks they're going home until suddenly we're not. Nice. That's a fun one. Polly says, so freshman year running track, doing my event 300 meter hurdles. In my heat, I ran against three guys, but I tripped and fell, got up and finished the race. Twist. I was the only freshman, so I won first. Oh. Ooh. Nice. Uh, here's one from the Slendamon who says, twist ending. The most recent dog I adopted was taken by someone else. I was disappointed, but happy he was adopted. I left for work one day, got a call from the rescue that the adopters were no shows and not answering their phones. So I came home from work that day with a dog. Oh, Aww, that's lovely. Nice. So I have, uh, I had a moment too. Um, this is kind of a weird story. So I adopted a pit bull from a shelter and, whether no matter what kind of animal or what kind of dog you get, you have to sign a piece of paper that if the original owner um, was to come forward, that you would give up the dog if, if that happened. And so um, I spent like two hours with the dog just to make sure that I kind of had a general understanding of his demeanor. Uh, and then I adopted him and took him home. I took him over to see a friend of mine. And uh, he kept looking at my dog really oddly. And he's like, I think I've seen mm -hmm. this dog before. Turns out, true story, he was his brother's dog. His brother mm -hmm. had, had uh, got him as a puppy and left for work one day. And um, I named my dog Patronus. So Patronus as a puppy, he had been stolen out of his brother's backyard. 
and never seen again. So apparently, uh, then given to the pound, uh, months later when I picked him up. So for a little like day and a half of conversation with the actual original owner, they had already gotten another dog and they wanted Patronus back at first. And so I thought I was going to have to give him back, but it turns out I got to keep him and he was the best dog ever. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was a, it was kind of a, it was a twist twist. And then Slab says, and that dog went on to become president. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> wow. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Love the rest of the story. All right. Uh, let's see. Slindemon has one. I was hired out of college to do shipping for an apparel manufacturer. I was only supposed to ship packages, but slowly gained their trust and wound up managing five plus factories for them. They produced mm. our first product and I learned everything I know professionally. We both had no idea when I was hired, how influential we would both be for each other. Those are good stories. I love stories like that. Yeah. I, I've i um, talked to several people over the years about getting your foot in the door and what that means. Because sometimes you end up in a place where you're, uh, like doing janitor work, for example, my brother um, had an experience where he was doing janitorial work and then he worked mm -hmm. his way into the company from there. So very similar things. Sometimes it's just getting out there and meeting people and having conversations and then filling in gaps, which open up other doors. Uh, so I'm, that's really, really cool. Nice. Very, very nice. Well, you ready to head on to the you questions for today? All right. We, uh, we're ready for you. Whatever your question is, whatever topic you want us to talk about, all things are acceptable for you to ask. It doesn't mean we'll answer necessarily everything, but uh, feel free to ask, and we will, uh, we will do our best to answer what we can. Just put a U at the beginning so we know that you are looking to do a U question. I um, to throw this one up while we're waiting for a U question. This sure, is from sure, sure. Omade who says, I won't stop this guy from going to see his ex. We went to dinner instead to keep his mind off of her. Plot twist, we're married. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that. That's nice. fantastic. Uh, let's see. I saw you question a little bit up earlier. Let's see okay. if I can find it. Uh, if you've got something you want us to talk about or any questions you have, uh, make sure that you let us know. Uh, Slab says, twist ending. I watched a silly video about everything wrong with the amazing Spider-Man and turned into meeting some wonderful people. <gasps> ILR and online over the years. Do you mean IRL? You probably do. No, no. <laughs> means I ILR. Here is Jose's you question. Have you ever been excited seeing your hometown portrayed in some media, hmm. movies, TV, or books. I was a child when Shark Boy, Lava Girl, and the Spy Kid movies came out, and I loved seeing all of the Austin locations and bragging about it to my friends in college. Nice. Yeah, you know, There was I... a show, The Ozarks. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right? Um, Which I never saw. So I don't. Yeah, you're talking about the Jason Bateman. Um, it's just it called actually... Ozark. It's just Ozark. called Ozark, I think. Yeah. Seeing seeing uh, drugs. Uh, trees that I know very familiar, which is it's weird to say, but there's like this. There is this Ozark vibe that was cool, and then also on 
one of the Bourne movies, it said he was from Nixa, Missouri, which is yes, Jason Bourne is from Nixa, Missouri. Yes, which is basically like the southern neighborhood of Springfield, which is where I grew up. So that was that was kind of cool. Like, wait, did I just say Nixa? It would be just as crazy as is you know Republic, Missouri. You know what I mean? It's just it's that kind yeah. of little small town. Yeah, like uh, how that's did right you come up with Nixa? What what was that about? Yeah. Probably somebody just knew it, had lived there before, yeah. and just put it on the license. Whoever was in charge of the art department that day was like, I'm from Nick, so I'm going to put that on there. Probably. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's usually broader than hometown because I haven't really lived anywhere um, that shows up. Uh, so, if, like Michigan movies, you know, just being from Michigan, if a movie's set in Michigan, I always felt like, oh, that's cool. Um, although there were like real life horrible things that happened recently here in this area that have movies have been made about, uh, oh, that, yeah. that is one of those things where it's like, I wish <laughs> it wasn't yeah. this area, but, yeah. uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so never that, real that life crime thing. situations. Never fun to have in your hometown. Yeah. Yep, um, true. let's see. Lolly says mission impossible is building a train line Derbyshire right now. Stony Middleton is a nowhere village and they are losing their minds now. Nice. Um, and JCD says my hometown caused me to watch a movie that I absolutely hate. It wasn't in the movie, but it was in a movie where the movie I hate was mentioned. I don't understand. Oh. That, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elizabeth says you question, do you know how to swim? And did you slash are you going to teach your kids how to swim? Oh, man. I've been watching. Uh, there's this Instagram person that keeps like posting. Uh, she just had a baby recently and she's been posting um, like these little clips. Uh, they're doing like the infant classes where they just essentially let the kid fall in the water and then figure out how to float themselves. Before yeah. they can even crawl. Right. And so. I'm watching him like, <laughs> like I'm just freaking out because it's it, I'm sure it's fine. This this is something that they do and it's great. And kids should learn how to swim really early. But we didn't do that. I didn't even think about doing that. Um, but yes, she will learn how to swim because that will be a really useful skill. Um, and Justin, <laughs> my, my husband loves going to the pool. Oh, yeah, she's going to be she's going to be a tanned blonde haired sun girl i if if justin has anything to say about it and he does because he's her father they will be at the pool all the time you live within a block of two pools two pools <laughs> we literally so, moved into like, a neighborhood that has a neighborhood pool and it is literally like a thousand feet from our doorstep they will be there all the time and i have yeah. to be like calm i have to calm myself down i don't mind getting in pools if if I have to, <laughs> yeah, there's just, yeah, I don't like the sun. Have you seen my, I don't like the sun does not like me. <laughs> so, uh, swimming's fine. Uh, being submerged in water is kind of cool. I like it. Um, you know, we taught all our kids to swim. Yeah. So. I grew up going to, uh, table rock Lake, which is where that huge mansion was earlier. And, um, we had, um, like a, what do they call it? Timeshare property. My family all had, and there was mm -hmm. a private area that we could kind of go to. And they had this floating dock sort of out in the water. Mm -hmm. And I remember it being a very, very big deal. The first time that each grandkid swam to it independent. And I remember the, you know, the, the adults would kind of surround you as you kind of made your way. That was a really great feeling, except for I've always been afraid of the water always. Uh, so mm -hmm. 
in Table Rock Lake, you cannot see your body from about chest down if you're just kind of floating. Yeah, it's a lake. Yeah, it's a lake. There's nothing there anymore, and I don't don't like that feeling at all. (laughs) I I grew up swimming in lakes uh, in Michigan. Uh, There's just so many lakes. And so I I was used to that from very early. But there came a point where I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) Like, I don't like that there are other you know, animals that live in here with me. I don't like that. I can't see what's below me. I don't like how the, the rocks and the sand feel under my feet. Like, give me the pool, pour a bunch of chlorine in the pool. I'm fine. Let's do this. Um, so yeah. Uh, let's see. Polly says you question, how can we do new movies better than sticking them on a pay service like HBO max yet still not have to go to the theater. Should theaters have streaming services? Theaters do have streaming services. AMC has their own streaming service. It doesn't work. People aren't interested uh, in that. And because of the content issues, it's not like they can own the rights to stream movies that they would be able to show in their theaters. Um, so no, it's it's it, it doesn't really work that way. And there probably isn't a better way than the people who own the content creating a streaming service to show the content they own. That's probably the best way uh, for it to work. Uh, let's see. Related question. Uh, which mm-hmm. is harder to teach swimming or how to ride a bike? I mean, it depends on the kid, but usually the bike is harder. The bike. Yeah. Usually the bike There's is harder. There's something about buoyancy and water and just, you're kind of just moving your hands and your legs that kind of is an easy, it's it's, it feels more natural, instinctual. Yeah. Yeah. Or as a bike, you have multiple things going on that include balance <laughs> i mean it's mainly balance right like so, it's mainly trying to figure out the proprioception of how your body moves mm-hmm. to stay upright and that's yeah that's a little more complicated uh this one sure. is i believe for you aaron i think i saw the correction what would it take to legitimately move oscars to five-year waiting periods before getting an award? never happening never happening we love recency um the only thing that might happen in the future is like a five-year oscar where they add, like, you know, looking back five years. Here's the problem with that. They're not going to want to correct themselves. Like, they're, you know, looking back and going, oh, we made a mistake. Here's the actual answer. Like, it's just so, no, it's, I don't think it's ever happening. Um, and I think that's fine. You know, you just have to deal with recency bias. And then you look back and and have conversation conversations about it uh, in the future. And that's, that's where it lands. But as far as an actual award, it'll always be for the year previous. Um, in my opinion. I just want to point out that um, the amazing kill shares that they got pinched by a crab at the beach. Pinched by a crab. I think pinched by by not a crab, a crawfish. Yes. Crawdad. Crawdad. Well, they're they're called different things in different uh, areas. People. Hurt. That was not great. Ooh, I just had a memory flashback of almost having my arm bitten off by a turtle. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Nick says the quote unquote tooth fairy forgot to come last night and my daughter was heartbroken. I know, Aaron, I'm lying to my kids. Uh, When the (laughs) tooth fairy leaves a note tonight, what should the excuse be? Ooh, this is so wonderful. I love it so much. Um, Okay, here's my first instinct. My first instinct is the fairy had to stop and mine some some, uh, magical dust and like include sparkle, like sprinkle Mm-hmm. in there like like you know put it like a little so package was it, or it was an inventory glitter. problem this was inventory issue they had to stop <laughs> they had to pick up they had to go to the glitter mines and pick up some glitter it's been slow um, lately due to the pandemic you know it's hard to get those that glitter to where it needs to go yeah 
Well, mm-hmm. you know, shipping is really, really complicated these days. It is. So it's very it similar. Maybe yep. like a little a blend of fantasy and a learning opportunity about <laughs> it took it 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 took the tooth fairy association a long time to figure out how to make masks small enough that they could continue delivering teeth during the pandemic so they're just a little behind still you could also depending on what kind of a fairy it is you could go like battle fairy um and that they had to battle their way there uh and then you could <laughs> this is I almost did it without laughing. I was gonna say you could cut off the head of like a stuffed animal and like be like, "Here, <laughs> I battled this on the way to get to you." <laughs> That'll work today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope. stuffed animal dismemberment. I'm sure that's always the way to go. Oh, I like this answer. A tooth fairy now requires curbside pickup. Uh, exactly. Tooth fairy union is powerful. Tooth fairy has the weekends off. Yep. Tooth fairy was watching Sift Pop. Lost track of time. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was a joke. It was a joke. I, I would never I would never actually recommend <laughs> doing that. That's <laughs> what she does. That's what she does for Iris. Oh, wait, uh, no, no. I was gonna go with the she was on vacation, Rob, but stuffed animal mutilation is great. <laughs> Don't actually do that. Your your stuffed bear <laughs> was was defending your room. And I'm sorry, but you know, if I was gonna get you. This, if I was going to turn your tooth into money, I had to get past your stuffed bear. So here's the uh, no, remnants. No, 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 no. Don't destroy one of the child stuffed animals. <laughs> no, let's Something really go for Something that they had a battle on the way. Oh, God. Listen, we have to know there are consequences to our greed. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you can have your tooth turn into money, but, you know, there's going to oh, be lost. There's going to be loss. But God says, no, do it. And the kid will never want the fairy uh, to come back again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jets Mets says silly weather moments in non-weather movies. Mine is the wind at the beginning of, of Unfaithful. That is a very specific question that I cannot even think of a, an answer to. Um, silly weather moments in non-weather movies. So not like Twister or something like that. Just weather right, or the ice storm. You know, which obviously has an ice storm uh, in it. Uh, every movie ever has rain. You know, the upside down kiss in oh, Spider-Man yeah. comes comes to mind. The quickly, of course, the it has quick, to be raining. An unsuspected rain when things go south and get emotional mm-hmm. and then suddenly yeah. it's raining. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only kind of stuff that I can think of is stuff like that. Um, or you could go with like Magnolia that has the rain where it rains frogs. You know, that's definitely an, an interesting moment. Uh, JCD says the windstorm that blows away the nannies in Mary Poppins. Okay. Okay. That was so weird. I've yeah. never watched Mary Poppins as an adult. I think I did it as a child because I remember parts of it, but that part was very peculiar. Mm-hmm. Very magical. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, feel free to get, uh, continue to get you questions in, uh, but we're coming up on our hour anyway. Uh, so I think my, my body is starting to rally. And my my cognizance is starting to click. So, oh, so you're uh, so maybe, just now waking up at the end of yeah, the I show. I think I might be. I think I might be <laughs> awakening. <laughs> that that's wonderful. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We love doing this every Monday and someday at 9 a.m. Central. And a huge shout out to our Patreon supporters. You can support us at Patreon.com/slash/studio-dna, where uh, five bucks a month you have access to all of the podcasts on our podcast network. Um, and continue to just allow us to do this show 
and other fun projects that we uh, put together. You've helped us purchase equipment with the support that you've done. You help us with the streaming chairs. platform. Amazing chairs, chairs that are not actually. uncomfortable, that are not bad, that they're amazing. And thank you for your support and helping us buy these amazing chairs that have lasted many years and are still comfortable and amazing. Uh, Slenderman wants us to point out that if you go and support us at five bucks a month, you will help us reach our next goal, which is some live Dungeons and Dragons where I will yeah, be six, uh, six members of Team DNA away. I will be the dungeon master and, and I, will I will be, be the noob. Aaron as the noob through the process. I have a lot of ideas. I'm not sure exactly where we're going to land. We'll have to talk about it when we get there. But that would be um, that would be something that you guys can go and consider. And thank you for doing so. Uh, like I said, we go live every Monday and then Sundays. So make sure that you are subscribed on whatever platform you're watching from. We are live on Twitch on two channels, Aaron's and my own. We are live on YouTube and uh, Twitter and the with the Facebook. Uh-huh. That um, one. Yep. <laughs> I like how uh Jets mess like ugh D D. I know. It's not for everybody, but it's not gonna take up a ton of time. It'll have to just be kind of a special sort of thing and then we'll be done with it. And then we'll never have to talk about D again. <laughs> just kidding. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. We appreciate you and uh, we will see you on the next uh, Monday or someday. Have a good day guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.